These are the guys behind the glass. Hey, where's my little music? Even Windex and a paper towel can't handle these hot takes. These are the guys behind the glass. This is Guys Behind the Glass. Eric Salas here. No Justin Ellick. Almost Han Solo today, but I brought back in Mr. Philip Dimitrovsky, a.k.a. the great Phil Dixon. Um, was that always the plan, to be Phil Dixon? Or? No, it was uh, it was kind of on the fly. That was your thing? It was like 20 minutes before I made the judgment call. So that wasn't somebody else calling you that you said? No, who would ever, why would my, anyone ever... I don't know. I saw it as a joke, because when of we course. do the thing for Bernie and Sid, it said Dixon on the spreadsheet. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, that's when I started putting it in afterwards. Gotcha. Okay. So I have to really, you know, it's like a... I don't choose the Dixon life. The Dixon life shows me. It suits you. Thanks. Um, I think? I don't like Eric Salas, so what would I be? Uh, you, you just changed the S to a D. Dallas? That's no. The Very second same? S. The second S? Salad. Eric Salad. I've only heard that in my entire life. Yeah, see, well, then ride with it. I don't have anything that's Ride with it? I guess it's memorable, right? Yeah. Anyway, guys behind the glass. Good intro. No moaning, no screaming. Right? I believe this is episode 23. It's our Jordan episode. It's that many already? I think it's that many like already. four. Yeah, but uh, Mr. Drove said before, our wonderful producer said that it's like watching a band without its original members. Totally agree with that, and it's you know it's fine. We're a good cover band, but we're better. Yeah, very good cover band. We'll take that. I have we'll nothing to that. prove to you. He doesn't. Why do we have drops of him? <laughs> I didn't even know we had drops who of Justin Ellis with the soundboard. No, uh, yeah, but who did you cut those up? I have no idea. They just appeared here one day. I feel like he cut them up. He's like, I'm like a these. city slicker. Yeah, see, that's that's not okay. Why does he have? He has, every, he has everything over there. He just plays them whenever he wants before the show starts. That, that's the one. I like that one. That one's the best one, especially when the volume's all the way up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right when we left off last week, we turned the mics off, left this room, and Baker Mayfield was traded from the Browns to the Panthers. The second we turned the microphones off, that's never something you like. So this is already a week old news. But since we haven't spoken about it, uh, the Browns are receiving a 2024 fifth-round pick that converts to a fourth-round pick if Mayfield plays 70%, making it a conditional fourth-round pick. Um, there's a strong possibility that may not happen. Either way, this trade almost means nothing because it's a fourth or fifth-round pick for a quarterback that went first overall in his yeah. draft class. And the Panthers get Baker Mayfield. What do you think about this trade? And also, before um, I let you take the floor here, $3.5 of Baker Mayfield's uh, salary will be paid by the Browns. So they're paying for the entirety of it, yeah, well, and the Panthers just have to decide if they want Darnold or Mayfield to start. Yeah, it's gonna be that's a tough battle with two you know elite players. You have the the former New York Jet great Sam Darnold fighting for a spot with I don't even know what to call Baker Mayfield anymore. Like he he I think he still has talent, but it's it clearly hasn't been showcased the last couple of years. Can we just be real here? That's his starting spot. If we're being completely honest, Baker. Yes, I I think he's better than Darnold. Well, Darnold last year he kind of made some heads turn he yeah. had like five rushing touchdowns by week three and um, people were like he's the guy you see the jets suck and then they bring in cam newton who also sucked so i think that's a testament to how they feel about sam Darnold and the fact that they went out and made this move for almost nothing um i, I think it's a low made, risk deal he start, it's a very low risk deal but I think Matt Rule is playing it safe as the Panthers head coach right now. Yeah, I mean, now he's making the moves. I respect it, but you haven't yeah. really come through with a resolution. As at least you have options. I'm assuming Baker's going to go in there expecting to start. Uh, he, he's, you know, he's been the starting quarterback prior to um, whatever happened in 
in Cleveland. Uh, I, I'm going to say I, I want to say some choice words about their quarterback situation now, but I think I'm going to hold off for just a, a little bit until I'm, I'm I'm pivoted to to make that choice. But uh, clearly, he wasn't going to be starting in uh, Cleveland or even play at all because of the massive contract they gave to uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, so I, that was I'm biting my tongue. Yeah. Did you think there was a possibility they would have kept them on the roster by the beginning of the season, or do you think they would have made the move by then? They cut it pretty close, I would say, yeah. because we're talking about camps going on right now where yeah. you kind of need to fit into your offense and get to know your head coaches and stuff. Yeah. He's coming to the party a little late. Darnold's already ahead of the game. Um, I, I I mean, I, I don't think they had any intentions of playing him, if that's what you mean. And the fact that they got, you know, a consolation fifth fifth rounder that could be a fourth rounder for, for a guy they weren't even planning to play, you know, it's something for pretty much nothing in their eyes. Well, we're slowly finding out that Deshaun Watson, I don't think this is official, it might be a four to six game suspension, Yeah, meaning he will play this season. Yeah. And I think that's a guaranteed thing. It wasn't, um, not Ray Lewis, Ray Rice, he was only like two games. Yeah. And there was video evidence of that. There was. So yeah. this four to six game suspension does not surprise me. Um, Wait, so um, are you implying it should be shorter? I'm implying that I'm. I, like, people were thinking it was going to be a year suspension. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a year. And everyone thought that. But I then said, you really look back at the resume that the NFL has I guess. for domestic they're, they're, violence they're, issues. They're not the most consistent. That's, that's what the issue is. Um, no, not at I all, was, especially with PEDs. They just throw four games yeah, suspensions yeah, exactly. on people well, for, for substances that shouldn't be smoke illegal. weed, and you, and you get you get a few game suspensions. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you know, it's I I was I I thought that Deshaun Watson would never play football again. I thought you just get this money. You really and just... thought that? You seriously thought that? I did. Absolutely well, I, not. Teams were looking. There was about like five teams looking at this dude, rega- and he wasn't even settling on these on these lawsuits yet. Yeah, but the, the details of the lawsuit only got worse ever since he penned that contract, which made it look like it was going to blow up in the Browns' face. I honestly, I hope that not only does Deshaun Watson have a horrible career uh, in Cleveland, I hope the, the Cleveland Browns also uh, suffer for the next decade or so because of their decision to to sign this dude. Getting paid a million dollars for that first year. To yeah. not play four to six games and then forty-five million boom right in the bank next year. Oh, yeah. The NFL is a weird place, dude. It's a very weird place. Roger Goodell, full, um, of, uh, full of apparently rapists and murderers. And uh, yeah, a whole lot of them. And I'm sure we'll find out more um, this year. It's just no surprise. You just find out. It's just in the news. At some, at some point or another, you're just going to find it, and it is what it is. Yeah, that, I, I, I think I think we've had too long of a buffer. From a uh, from an NFL player being a murderer, and I think we're going to hit that mark soon. It's got to be like pretty soon. Before we move forward here, because I had a question in the middle of us talking about Baker, okay. right? Let's talk about that draft class for a quick second. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. I'm going to go. I'm going to try to go in the order here. No, was it? It was Darnold, Rosen, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, totally ass backwards. If you if you ask me. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a. I, w- I, I thought Rosen was going to be the best one out of that. I thought he's not, I, even in, he's not even in the league anymore. I, I thought Rosen was going to be somewhat nice. He dropped only like three spots. Allen, I thought was going to be really good too. I, I mean, knew Allen was going to be nice, and when he went to the Bills, I'm just like, I'm not sure if it's like location, but he was like in Wy- in Wyoming, so I'm like yeah. maybe that'll work, and it's obviously working. Lamar Jackson's looking for a giant contract that he's most likely going to get. I would say highly likely or definitely. Um, as for Baker and Donald being on the same team, that's. Um, that's just a testament true, to. Yeah. I don't know if that's a scouting thing or just cir- issue of circumstance because you never saw this Deshaun Watson thing yeah. coming into fruition. But that just showed the Browns like they move, you know, higher ups up like around a little bit, and it goes to show you how much confidence they have in a number one overall pick. I guess it really doesn't matter. Yeah, well, it just I, depends on where you start, top to bottom. 
how it's going to work out. The Browns also don't have the greatest draft history when it comes to picking up. I didn't think that was a terrible pick, though. Donald at one. It was a surprise or, pick. Sorry, uh, Baker at one. Baker at one. I thought it was yeah. a surprise I, pick, but I didn't think it was the worst. I I thought you know, and he had a he had a pretty solid rookie year too. He won uh, offensive rookie of the year, right? I no, it was uh, Saquon Barkley. He came oh, in second, yes. so he didn't win that. <laughs> but I, but um, the big thing about Baker was I believe he beat Russell Wilson's rookie touchdown record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had a really good rookie season, and it, uh, what was his third? What, how, how many years have you been in the league now? This is year five or six? I think it's just past. Four because there was a fifth year option with Darnold if you remember that oh, with, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah, the Jets yeah. and that's why they let him go okay. they weren't going to pick up the twenty million dollars whatever they had to pay him so it's just they're right around second so contract he, he season a, he, he's he's a weird player he had a good year one and a good year three and then two and four were kind of stinkers it's because Dorsey drafted him and they bring in uh, I believe his name's Andrew Barry if I'm not mistaken as yeah. GM so it's just again it's a shift in the guys in the suits you know what I mean I don't know I I, I don't think he's going to have this career resurgence or anything I think he's just going to be a, a a, a lower a lower tier starting quarterback. I'm he, low I'm low key kind of rooting for him. He gets a lot of hate. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. I'm not either. I don't think he ever wanted to go to Cleveland. He, he was happy to go number one, but I don't think he wanted to go to Cleveland. I've always got I've always gotten that vibe. Well, from how many how many people on record want to go to Cleveland in any in any respect, not just in the sport of football or any sport in just general? Not Joe Kim Noah. You remember that? Uh, yeah. Uh, that so was, I guess not. Who, I think he speaks to everybody. Who's ever said they're, they're going to go on vacation to Cleveland? Nobody. What's so great about it? Yeah. So you guys think Cleveland's cool? Cleveland kind of sucks. Anyway, speaking of quarterbacks, Jets' new quarterback, who they moved on from, Sam Darnold, after him, is now Zach Wilson. Biggest story in the news, um, I still, <laughs> it's it's like it, the news keeps coming with this, but let's start from the beginning. Zach Wilson's girlfriend uh, broke up with him and is now dating his best friend, who is on the Washington Commanders. His roommate, his ex-roommate. His ex-roommate at BYU. And mind you, this is a big part of the story. They both went to BYU. Yeah. Um, so the more you get into the story, the more you realize how well, weird it is. Mormons are polygamous. So, uh, very weird. So it, this, like, I, I thought there would be more, like they'd still have some sort of a connection right? between them. I thought they'd be sharing. Is this a better story or them all being together sharing a better story to you? Well, I don't think either of them are, you know, my idea of a good story, they're, they're uh, fun but good. I Let, really less go. sad. You want to be happy. Yeah. You want everybody to be yeah, happy. Yeah. Then yeah. Everyone. Everyone's enjoying it. They're all. You know. They. Everyone's got a. Uh, they. They're all got some play in there. So that that's that's good for all of them, I guess. But I mean, I, I actually I like the outcome that it is right now because then it's dramatic. She left a dude named Zach for a guy named Dax. I think is his name. That's like the whitest thing. That you and the, do. and mind you, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to this in a second. But they're no longer friends. They don't follow each other on Instagram or oh Twitter. Oh my god. Uh, no. that's, a, that's a big thing in today's they day and age. Follow each other. By the way, who is like the person that goes to the Instagram or Twitter those. account and finds it? Like, I, love how, like, I, I I saw this. This is a little unrelated. But I saw like a, a tweet the other day. It's like breaking news: Kanye West unfollows Nicki Minaj on Instagram. Like, how do you like who's? Well, Instagram's easy. They got the search bar. Yeah, but how do you then, find out on Twitter? But even then, how do you like? What makes you you dictate? Like, that means you're looking it up like every day. Like, oh, yesterday you followed this person, then today they don't. That's like, what I find very weird. It's just the stands that do it. Yeah, you know it's, what I'm saying. It's, it is really weird. But now Zach Wilson's ex girlfriend's now with Dax on the Commanders. Um, on top of that, the best part of the story is it wasn't even you didn't even get to it. Yeah, I'm getting to it right now. I had a picture here. I was going to read this whole thing as a okay. transcript, and I don't have it. But it said um, on Instagram on Dax's page, I believe it was his page. Was it not her page? I'm just trying to get the specifics down. I here. think it was on his page. His and she page. commented. Okay, his page, he posted them two together, Dax and Zach's ex-girlfriend. In the comments section, some random dude said, homie hopper. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. She replies in the comments to that comment and says, he's sleeping with his mom's best friend. He's the real homie hopper. 
And then everybody in the NFL went crazy on Twitter. It's funny. Calling this dude a dog. Yeah. He's going to have to have a good year after this. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I don't care if the kid could even throw a football at this point. He's he's already got uh, the respect of everyone. Is this – I'm going to be honest here. Is this really positive press? I talked about this with Dino on our top five mini podcast that we did. Is this really positive press? Like, obviously, you have respect of people in the league. Yeah. But I don't think this is the most positive thing in the world. You know what I'm saying? No. I think this is the most positive thing. I think it's dope for, for somebody in their 20s, but I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think so. In what so. way could this be spun as negative press? It's kind of... It's just... Find an angle. You're with your young girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, and, do you not find it weird that his mom is hooking him up with with her friends? Mormons. Yeah, I guess it all comes down I don't know. to that. I don't know what the world of uh, Mormonism looks like these days. But, but I just don't think that has beco- been covered enough. That's what, a little weird. Like, would you feel weird if your mom's setting you setting you up with, with her best friends? That you was, probably was that know. what it was? was a setup? I thought he just kind of like did his thing. It had to be a setup. No, I think he just did his thing. You think they're just hanging out in the house and she's just hanging out with like yeah. Dorothy in the corner over there? Yeah. It's like, what's good? Yeah, no, I, I think he finessed his way. She's probably, you know, doing that like wine drunk mom thing where they, all the gals get together and she was, you know, a little tipsy. And he's he's like, hey, oh. But she's a very outspoken, like... His mother? She's, like, a very far right, out of her mind. You don't think she would have come out and said, like, hey, like, my son's actions kind of sucked. Let's not... Um, Like, she would come out and say something about that. Or is it the fact that she hasn't... Maybe I, alludes to me to think that she set him up with some of her Wilson's, friends. Wilson's agent might have uh, his mother locked up in a room at gunpoint right now. It's like, you, if you touch any social media about this... They they're probably they probably have a team of like the the PR people were probably like freaking out at first. I don't know after the, the after the draft she went insane. Yeah, that was she's a bit of a nut, uh, big time. But this is as far as we know is one best friend of hers. It could be multiple. Yeah, again I, Mormons. I, I, my favorite part of the story too was that the one of the the Jets like equipment managers <laughs> hopped in the comments too, and he's like he's like that's my boy or something. No, he's like, he's that? like this relationship's more of a sham than your career. <laughs> oh yeah, I did see that. <laughs> that's that crazy. Well, to to commitment. top this whole story off. Uh, Zach Wilson uh, went to a, mi- a mini training camp at some field somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He said, I brought the boys out to, to, to toss the football around a little bit. What I missed, chat yeah. my phone off the whole time. Funny. He's a good-looking kid, but... Uh, he, he, I don't he, think he's that good-looking. I mean, he's like he's like pretty. He looks like a lesbian. He, <laughs> yeah, like kind of like that. He looks but like... He, looks like, he, he like still a, looks like he's in third grade. Yeah, he's got you know a baby I mean? face. It's because it's of the lack of the facial hair. Baby face. I he's got know. these soft eyes. I don't get Gosh. the appeal that much. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no, yeah, no, me neither. I'm, Phil I'm, Dixon, let's relax here. Um, yeah, moving on from there, as we go through the NFL a little bit, the Texans have new helmets. Do you see those red helmets? Do you care at all? Yeah, I, I like because oh, we have a rundown on the show, and I, I like how it says the Texans have new helmets. Do you care? Mm. I, I was actually writing that in as legitimate news because it, yeah. it kind of looked like dope helmets, but at the same time, I'm picturing myself talking to you about it, and I'm like. I don't think he cares. I, I like how you so put I figured you I, asked you. I was just going to be like, no. I, gen- I don't care, but it's the fact that I put that in there is because the timing, right, with the Baker Mayfield thing, that's like, let's just distract them from the Deshaun thing and look at our dope helmets that Davis Mills with his long neck hey, is going to be made, wearing. Hey, we made, uh, we made all these masseuses sign non-disclosure agreements and gave Deshaun Watson oh, like yeah, that 45 whole... of them to, to have. But forget all that. Look at our ketchup Talk about being helmets. swept under the rug. The yeah. Texans organization, what they no. did to help that, him. That's how, that's how PR works. Uh, Russell Wilson should announce that uh, the Jets should announce that they have new helmets, and then all of a sudden it's going to be swept under the rug. It, it, that's the perfect way. Let's be real here, though. Well, these other, these other organizations like the Panthers, the Falcons, and the, I guess the Saints, and now the Browns would have done the same thing if, the Houston, if, they had, if they had drafted Deshaun Watson, say. 
if they had him on their roster already? They would have done what? Would they have also paid off these women and signed oh, a disclosure? I think they might change their helmets. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, sure, yeah, whatever. probably. Uh, <laughs> that, that, it's a business. The NFL is a business. That's you're, you're trying to, you know, they don't care about the morality of this. They care about making money. So but, every organization probably would have done the same thing. I, that's what I'm saying. And I think the Texans were obviously in the wrong. It's the wrong thing to do, especially to come out publicly. But they're looking at it as like, we have our quarterback of the future. We just signed this dude. to. He signed a humongous deal with the Texans before yeah. anything happened a couple years ago. So they were just like, we'll do anything. You know, whatever you want, dude. Get your massage. Heinz Field is no more. Do you, I can't even <laughs> pronounce what they are calling it now. By the way, Heinz Field just rolls off the tongue. So perfectly, and now it's not that anymore. I don't like it. I don't like the name. What was the Seahawks field field again? They changed it to like Lumen Field. It's all disgusting names of the Heinz Field. I don't like the name Heinz Field. You never liked it? No, it's like too like goofy. Ketchup. I think Heinz. Are you a fan of ketchup? Yeah, ketchup's fine. You hot sauce guy? I like ketchup. I don't. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Heinz Field as the name for for the stadium. I think um, it's just a staple. It's one of those. I I, I wish next to uh, breaking Heinz Field is no more. You also put do you care because not, I just you don't care about this not, at all. Not really. Did you see the name of it? I can't pronounce it. Uh, Lashur. What is that? Yeah, I think. Well, I don't even sure. know what the company it is. I don't even know what it is. Well, now you're getting you're going to get to know the company because you're going to hear about it all the time. I am. Yes. And it, but the, uh, genuinely, Acrisure. We should, it's not really not that difficult to pronounce. We really need to make a segment called "Do You Care?" because these two would fall right in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Honestly, everyone's going to forget. But am I, are we really going to stop calling it Heinz Field? They're looking to change Arrowhead to a company like Alishur or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's one of but those. But are you going to stop calling it yeah, Arrowhead? I guess it's one of those stadiums that you kind of like think of. Like I, I still in basketball, I still like catch myself saying Oracle. Even Oracle still, Arena. Yeah, and even though they moved over to, to they moved over to a different city. Oracle like, just sounds. Or, nice. yeah, yeah, it's, it's like it's a Heinz good Field. Name, yeah. I guess it, it doesn't. Gillette Stadium, and, you know, it's one of those. Gillette is nice. MetLife. I don't even MetLife. I don't call it MetLife Stadium. I just call it MetLife. You know, that's our. It's just MetLife. Yeah, if they change but you, the brand, but people still hate that because it used to be Giant Stadium. Yeah, but I don't care. Yeah, it is Giant Stadium. The Jets play there too. Well, remember the Niners were at Candlestick. I, w- I remember when that yeah, happened. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to be able to adjust to this. But here we I are. guess we in in a in in by week two you're gonna be like, oh yeah, they're, they're uh, Steelers are playing at Acrisure. They're hosting. The- you're not going to even notice. Well, it. when you're going through uh, odds and favorites, and we're talking about this, they're like they're at home, they're a dog. You're not talking about like they're at Heinz Field, you know? Yeah, that's really only the, the only time. It's also like matters so little in relativity to anything. It doesn't change, you know. It's just a name. It's it a is brand just name. A name. I liked I liked when the um I liked when. The Miami Heat. Uh, I, I think they had, no. They didn't have it wasn't FedEx. it always American Airlines. It was. It's not American Airlines it's not, anymore. Is it? And they they were they were going off to the highest bidder. And Bang Bros tried to bid. They put like a. I like think a they nasty, did that for multiple organizations. Yeah, I think they put like a like a nasty size bid in there, and they and the, the Heat are just like we, we Bang can't. Bros got money like that. Yeah. <sighs> for bro, I'm invest. We're talking like Heinz, the ketchup brand, had like yeah. a 20 year lease. With the Steelers Stadium, yeah, I wonder how much they were. Going I, for. Sometimes I wonder how how these like brands. Well, have do you like Crypto.com Arena? Does that no. sound nice? Staples, to you? it's sta- staple. Yeah. It's always Staples. Right? Crypto.com. I guess the crypto, the crypto arena. No, even that sounds weird. Wasn't there a, a stadium in baseball that's like Home Depot, Lone Depot Park? I think that's the Marlins Field now. That's disgusting. <laughs> I, don't I don't like that. If do you, do you believe the Yankees? This is my last question on this, by the way, because we we don't care. Um, will the will Yankee Stadium ever? Sell themselves. No, Nike make, Stadium. No, they, they, they already make enough money. They do make a lot of money to turn that if, down. If it, but was, if it was like in Cincinnati, then yeah. But well, it's, think about this, right? 
the MLB, there's no salary cap. So it's however much money your owner has. It's yeah. kind. It's a weird it, salary cap doesn't exist. But in baseball, there's a limit. I think there's a they make their own cap in a way, but it's like illegal to spend way too much money. So the Yankees will never. If the Yankees want a couple billion to bring it's, in. It's you know, like Madison Square Garden too. They're never going to be branded. I guess not. But if Lo- if Lone Depot Park gives you a solid number of Bang Bros, you're like I don't know, Chief. If you're the biggest Maybe team I'll in New York, this. you don't have to have a, a, a branded stadium. I guess so. I guess so. Let's get into another. Um, do you even care? Summer League? Do you care? Yeah. I, I, that's, I was going to ask you, this is your strong suit here, this is, I figured. I like Summer League. Yeah, I get so to see development of young players. Yeah, we're jumping into the NBA here. The only person I see on my timeline is Chet Holmgren. I'm not watching any of these games. Do you like Chet Holmgren? I like Chet. He was, number, like one Chet? Of, he was, he was number one on my draft board, and I'm so glad, because I'm a Thunder fan. I'm so glad that the Thunder took him. Here's a question I have, and he falls under the category of this. You know the NIL deals? How, name it, name it, name image and likeness deals that yeah, these yeah, college yeah, yeah, players yeah, have. Yeah, He's clearly a byproduct of that, along with a lot of other players, not just him. But he comes in, and people are asking him questions. They're like, "Who do you think is the best player in the league?" And he's like, uh, "Me." In like me. two months, yeah. do you like that answer? Is that yeah. something you would say, dude? I I'm all in favor of of if you're if you're a good NBA player. I don't like humbleness is cool, and I respect the guys that are humble, like the Kawhi's and the Tim Duncan's of the world. They're fine, but I also like people get mad at these players like have this. Mentality when you're, it's hard to relate to someone that's like in such a successful period. But like when when I, and I'm a nobody. When I play basketball, I always thought that I was the best player on the court. Or I would I would try to at least think that it's a mentality you have to have. It is something you have to have. You have but you're, to have you're it. talking about like I know, yeah, game one could potentially be Embiid or Giannis. Listen, he, and you already and that that. That oh, clip yeah. is going to come back to bite him. Well, maybe not in ten years because there's a like. KD came into the league. Giannis came to the league, just completely skinny, bony. Exactly. And, like, and, and, and Chet, KD didn't even matter for him. But Giannis is now yoked. Also, it could be him in the future. Who knows? I don't think he's ever going to get like Giannis yoked. But people, a lot, the biggest critics of Chet also have never watched him play basketball before. When that he is was, true. But Gonz- when <laughs> he was, was watching a lot of Gonzaga, uh, yeah, unless true. It's, unless I, I was it's watching a, a lot of Gonzaga. But he, he in Gonzaga, he was like a very, very gritty paint defender. He was like a, like a bang you up in the paint, like on both offense, I offensively. He, I believe he broke the summer league record for blocks with yeah, six in his first game, and he thought that was last night. He had five little. steals. He, I mean, he's he's like he's like he's a legit dude, and he scraps like yeah. Like, every, they, they had that little montage of him getting bodied up by Kenny Lofton, who's literally like not even exaggerating, a hundred pounds heavier than him. He's he's like two ninety, but um, that that's not like it, it's it's gonna happen. You know, people are like how how is Chet gonna stop? Uh, Joel Embiid. How's he going to stop Giannis? How's he going to stop Jokic? Who stops them? Not this early. Yeah, it's going to be towards the end but, of their but, career. But who in in any capacity stops them? Who's who's shutting down Not Jokic and in, 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 having him score ten points a game? No. Who, who's keeping uh, Giannis to three of eighteen shooting? Well, that, no that, one. That question wouldn't no come one. up if he didn't answer the question. Listen, like that. There, <laughs> there, there's two routes. To this right? He is he is a very confident guy. And I don't blame him for doing so. But they're all. I think media is also setting him up for slander. Right, I saw a, a bleach, I saw a Bleacher Report post a thing asking if he's the greatest prospect ever, and like obviously I keep seeing that too. Like, obviously, why are we just jumping? No, the shit? He would have been the number one pick then. Y- yes, and he also also this draft class, like the top tier, was all, like as as someone who follows the draft pretty closely, uh, th- this year's top tier wasn't wasn't even a strong top tier. No, it's kind of like, like there's three or four guys. I thought three, but not even Jabari Parker. I thought there's three guys that were in the top tier of this class, and even I labeled it tier two. I thought the, the the top the, the number one tier in this year's draft was a tier two. Next year's draft, the, there's like five or six guys that look better than the, the number one prospect in this year's draft. Right. So which it's, always happens. So no, Chet's obviously not the best prospect ever. You're, they're doing that because they know that 
people love to criticize him. So they're setting bit. him up for failure. But the NIL thing is what I was what I was getting to. He's uh, he obviously I don't know what deals he has. Could be with anything. He's and making, I'm he's sure making money. He's making money. Gonzaga's probably paying. Let's be real here. Probably on the side paying him some money, um, just a little bit. Um, the fact that he is getting paid that money is a big reason why he did come up with that answer. How do you feel about these players getting paid? And the fact that draft night comes along and they're just not like sobbing to their mom anymore. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I guess I, still well, li- I, lo- still I eat that Zion stuff. Was up, pro- though. There, there was a hundred. That, that was before that. I think that was oh, before, yeah, I and, I, and I, that was the year after that. You, you think you think he wasn't making any money? Oh, he was making so much money. <laughs> yeah, he <was> definitely. <laughs> dude, they were stuffing his pockets underneath. For sure, I don't think yeah. RJ was making that much money. And with Zion, too, like Zion, there was a hundred percent certainty he was going to be the first overall pick. There was it was a consensus. Right. It was par- there was no alternative. It was it's, they tried to bring in the well, Ja could he could go to New York. There was never a there was never a number one who's going to be number one. It was always number two. But Zion could e- Zion could easily come out and say the same thing that Chet Holmgren said, and people would believe him. People just don't believe in in Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. I, I it just know. depends I'm, who you are. Like you said, if if you were in front of that microphone, you would you would say the same so, thing. What's your question? Am I? Uh, how do I feel about the NIL? It's because these guys are getting paid. I think that has a big. Re- draft. I think there's a big reason as to why he said he said that. Again, I think he's a very confident guy, but I think the fact that he is getting paid. Because he wouldn't have, I, I firmly believe he wouldn't have said that. This is a very weird, like hypothetical here, kind of. I don't think it's not. It's not really hypothetical because they're actually getting paid. But I'm saying, like, there's so much confidence in these players now because they already got their money. Now they just have to. I, well, they know they're going to get their money anyway. Like, like he's. <laughs> they there, are. He's, yes. He's already on like an 11 million dollar contract for this year. The NIL money is probably you know pennies compared to what he got. What his contract's going to be this year, and then the upcoming endorsements. Like he's. I don't think he signed one already, but he's out the gates going to sign right. a shoe deal like immediately. The top five picks always do. I might it. just play too much 2K because you always got to pick the right answer because you got to get like the yeah, fans. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you got to get some. I do that in when, there. Yeah, when, when I'm angry, I just. I, I, I need to make a I, separate player exactly. to say the wrong answers because you know two different legacies here. You know what I mean? Yeah, anyway. I don't play 2K. No, no 2K. No, I do that in FIFA. So do you know what I'm talking about when it comes yeah, to the press F- conference? FIFA has that. And FIFA has I, the same e- thing. Even as mad as I could be at my players, I always have to be like, "Great game." You could say the good. right answer, and you're still losing 500 yeah. fans somehow, some way. Um, one thing about the summer league, there's a lot of players that come out, and um, you tend to feel that they're going to make some noise in the regular season. Uh, I tend to not watch summer league anymore or see a lot of clips of it because I, I think Jericho it- Sims is throwing down. Dunks from eight feet in the air. Yeah, well, Jericho and, Sims and was I, doing that. For I'm just a while. like I'm not falling for it because Kevin Knox made me fall for it. Yeah, so I'm just not going to fall for it. Um, I do you feel it's all hogwash? Like, do you think you're, this is nothing really? Into the I I season? think I think it matters to an extent, right? There's, it, 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 you have to take it with a grain of salt with summer league because there there it matters, right? These guys are good, but I'm going to do you a favor right now. I'm going to read the last ten summer league MVPs. Go for it. 2012, Damian Lillard. Good. Right? Yes. That, that, that one panned out. I know Josh Hart is in there somewhere. 2013, <laughs> Jonas Valanciunas. Good player, but not a, not a superstar. I haven't star. heard from him in a very long time. He's in, he's he got New traded. Or- he's in New Orleans, so it's like, you right. know, he's kind of the, the fifth biggest name in, in New Orleans. Right, okay. But he's a, he's a solid player. He's good. Okay. Uh, 2014, Glenn Rice, Jr. Hello? Where where are you? Where <laughs> not, is he? not a clue. Glenn Rice the Jr. is probably waiting tables across the street. Okay, so we got two out of three. Uh, Fifteen, Kyle Anderson. Great, but not, he's not, not a, he's not a, a, he's no, a role we're talking, player. We're not talking. We're talking about MVPs of the summer league here. So the yeah. best player. So you go out to saying this guy is going to be a star. 
2016 Tyus Jones. I like Tyus Jones. I like a Tyus lot. Jones. But Matt Meany wanted Tyus Jones on the on the uh, the Knicks. He's not a star though. Funny he's enough, I, I just realized this too. Nice player. 2013 Jonas Valanciunas, 15 Kyle Anderson, 16 Tyus Jones. All Grizzlies. No, I'm wrong. Kyle Anderson was a star. Yeah, a lot of them are, were or are Grizzlies. Yeah. 2017 Lonzo Ball. That was a good one. But was a good again, one, but he's not a star. No, he's not a star. 2018 Josh Hart, like you mentioned before. Josh Hart. Josh Kuzma. Hart. Kuzma's in here, no? No, he never won it. He's 2019, not really. 2019 Brandon Clark, and then 2021. There was no 2020. 2021. Yep. Cam Thomas and da- Davion Mitchell both won it. These like so, I, I get it. These these players aren't like nobodies except for Glenn Rice Jr. He's he's out of the league and hasn't. I haven't heard. I don't even remember him like his stint in the league. But so it does. It, it really it, for it, real. It doesn't matter. It, it's it's good for the young guys. It's fun to watch them play. You kind of get a feel for them. But it's take it with a grain of salt. It's really not like it, it's not definitive of what these players are. No, you're just taking a peek. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of a lot of players are bad as rookies too. There's players who don't play in the G, uh, summer league. A lot, of, a lot of these rookies, these young rookies, are just bad players to start, and that's just natural, and they end up being good players. Right. Uh, you bring up Cam Thomas, which is interesting because I had a note on Cam Thomas. Yeah. Did you Did you see this? Did you I already did. know what I was yeah. talking about when I, I wrote exactly this down? About. Cam Thomas, right after he he's in, he's like 20 years old, right? So he has to be in summer league, right? Second year type thing? He's a second year guy. Yeah, so he's in LSU. the summer league. Right after um, a summer league game, he was asked um, that I was talking to your coach, Steve Nash, and he's encouraged you to look for your shot. And your teammates. He rolls his eyes yeah. and goes, it is what it is. What, what, do, you did you think think, I, what do you think about that? What I think about it is these players, I don't think, are big fans of what Steve Nash says in the locker yeah. room. I don't say they completely disrespect him, but I don't. I think there's some things he's saying in the locker room that he's just, it, I guess it, he's trying to be a coach and they see right through it. You know what I'm talking about? I think yeah. that's what's going he, on. He probably didn't lose the locker room, but also... Um, I, I I get right now is, is a good time to start uh, insulting Steve Nash and, on his level of coaching. That's natural. I'm not going to really argue that. But in this ca- in this case, this dude's 20 years old he, and he's doing that. He, in this case, he, knew, he Steve knows Na- the cameras on. Steve him. Nash is 100 percent right. Cam Thomas is is a bad passer, and not only not only just a bad passer, he he doesn't pass. He's not a passer. He he refuses to pass. I that's, think he's just tired of hearing. That's it. the kind of guy. Well then, get become a better playmaker. It's simple. You're, you're tired of hearing it. Well, it's one of those things what are you where do to counter it. Well, your mom. Well, you know when you're like you know your mom tells you to wash the dishes, you wait a couple hours, and you're about to go wash them, and she goes, "I need you to wash the dishes." You don't want to hear it either. Like you've heard, like you've heard it enough at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's just something you hear over and over, probably by assistant coaches and Steve Nash. You're just over it at that point. I don't care if you're over it. Get better. You do got to get better. You, at you it. have to get better. It, it's like uh, I'm trying to think of a good example here. Um, I, I guarantee you Westbrook was tired last season of hearing uh, people telling him to stop shooting threes and stop taking pull-up jumpers. He's, I guarantee you he's sick of it. He's sick of seeing the, all More the, than the, high, the low lights. I can't call them highlights. The low lights of his shots hitting the top of the backboard. What's crazy the repetitive ones. But guess what? Get better at shooting. You and do gotta stop get better. That's what happens. <laughs> that's, that's how you counter it. Oh, you're sick of hearing it? Too fucking bad. Get, change it. It, it, he's not even hearing that. This is like so minimal too. At the same time, how I see this because you have people like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving constantly hearing everything that's going on in the media. The media doesn't talk about stuff like this. This is yeah. whatever, and he's sick of that. Like this, he's not even getting the the worst end of this. I, I dug into this too because it, it bothered me as soon as it happened. Um, Cam Thomas, I, I pulled the stats. Cam Thomas was one of just nine guards in the league last year with one thousand or more minutes. Less than uh, more than twenty percent usage and less than ten percent assist percentage, which uh, the amount of possessions that he has that end in assist. One of nine players in the league, and the other guys there, you know, aren't good passers. Got Lou Lou Dor, as much as I love him, he's a he, he's he's a 
a tunnel a tunnel vision guy. He doesn't pass the ball. Cam Thomas, Gary Trent Jr., Hamadou Diallo, Ben McElmore, Keldon Johnson, Burn Forbes, Frank Jackson. All these guys, first off, aren't v- very great. I like Lou Dort. I think he's probably the best of that group. Him and Keldon Johnson are probably the two best. But they're not, you know, star players. Cam Thomas is coming off the bench and He's coming, barely even playing on a contending team last year. Who knows what that team's going to look like this year? He might get more of a minutes bump. But if he cannot play make with the talent that surrounds him, he's not going to make it on that team. Here's my thing, though. Steve Nash is supposed to be the player's coach, is he not? I guess. If it was Kenny Atkinson, would this still be the same Steve result? Steve Nash is also probably fighting for his life every day. He, he opens Most up likely. Twitter. He's, he's not having a good time right now. No, and I think that was one of the worst decisions he, he could have made for his career path as a head coach. But and Doing what? taking that job knowing oh. who was probably in line for it obviously you're going to take it like, let's be real here you're going to take it yeah. but no, that's not bad they're paying you they're paying you millions Why I mean you I mean you weren't going to know that Kyrie and KD were eventually well, going to move on here when, but when that's you have Kyrie the, you never know but that does hurt though you should have kept Kenny Atkinson there well, that's the problem is the, the the Pirates wanted Kenny Atkinson gone they were playing Kenny Atkinson I want to be traded here even though I signed a 4 year deal I want to have this coach I'm just tired of this dude Kenny Kenny Atkinson uh had the genius epiphany that, and I don't mean to insult him, but he had the genius epiphany that Jared Allen is a better basketball player than DeAndre Jordan, which, you know, look at where they are now. De- De- uh, Jared Allen was an all-star last year. DeAndre Jordan was probably the worst Wait, player in the league. Wait, he did say that or he said the opposite? No, he said, he said he didn't say it. He started playing Jared Allen over. He started, Jared yes. Allen was starting over DeAndre Jordan. And then KD's Jordan. like, we need, and, I want to bring my boy Yeah, over. exactly. Oh, we, we made this guy get paid, overpaid like crazy, and he brought him in for no reason at all. Was it four years, 40-something million? Yeah, whatever the Maybe contract more was. more north was, of it was, that. It was wrong. He was getting paid like $10 million a year to, to suck. He was bad. He was bad on the court. He was bad on the Mavericks prior. He was bad on the Knicks, the, the 20 games that he was there. And he was, he was horrible, horrible with the Nets. So the, the reason why... Uh, Kenny Atkinson was starting Jared Allen because he said this guy's a lot better and we're and Way it's gonna better. help and it's gonna help us win games. And Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving didn't like that, so they got him fired. Steve Nash comes in and uh, apparently, you know, look what happens when you hire a first-time coach on a contender. It just it's just the name and the fact it, that it your players the players just have way too much power. And speaking of which, just jump into another story here. Adam Silver says on the on Kevin Durant's trade request, which has made a bunch of headlines considering the fact he signed a four-year deal with no player option. So that means players could be asked to be trade, asked for a trade, and no and no issues come about that. Uh, here's what Adam Silver said. He said, "We don't like to see players requesting trades. I would love to focus. I would like to focus to be on play." Um, he confirmed with the league that they will look into remedies regarding players requesting <laughs> trades earlier in their contracts. Uh, a reporter said, "I was talking to your coach." Oh no, that's a totally different thing. Totally missed that. Take that back. Um, what do you think of that? Do you uh, think he'll well, actually he, he come has- up with a remedy here? No, I mean, there's not really a way because the CBA, the the players' association is gonna completely overtake that CBA. You don't have to cross things out. You you already. Uh, I read into know, a story. I already talked yeah, about. Yeah, so you, you don't need to cross things out on the paper. You already misread them. So yeah, I did. The, it's the, okay. The deed is done. Editing's a thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I don't think there's any way that that Adam Silver could really stop this. The the, nope. the players' association is too much of a set. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna say he's right though. He's right. Players who have four years left on their contract. That they just signed, that that's kind of the whole point. Is is like uh, you can't you can't really sign these gigantic contracts. And as soon as you you put pen to paper and you got your money, that you say I don't really want to do this anymore. Then they should be they should be forced to kind of forfeit some of their money. It's not never going to happen. Ideally, do you think but, they should forfeit the money, or do you think Adam Silver should be like you at least have to do two years? 
I make this sound like a prison sentence. <laughs> I mean, just, you're you side, your because the, the, think about it. It can be a prison sentence if the if the actual and if NBA organizations well, had power, because you could be like, you're staying here for I, four I, years. Dude. I think a perfect example of what we're going to see, I guarantee you, by next year or two years, is an actual prison sentence in the NBA is Bradley Beal. Because all every year, people are like, I feel so bad for Bradley Beal, man. I want to see him win, and he just signed. Get this, he signed you, a contract. You got to let that go. He, of, that's that's on him. He signed a five-year, two hundred fifty-one million dollar contract. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know what what his agent has over the Wizards. Somehow, that that contract includes a full blown, uh, no trade, whatever. Uh, he 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 gets to choose which teams get traded to, a trade kicker, so he gets paid more if he gets traded, and uh, no player option in the last deal. So all that money is guaranteed. Two hundred fifty million. That's more money than Tim Duncan made in his nineteen year career. He's gonna be making in five years. Bradley Beal too. He's not not a bad player, but. He's no Tim Duncan. You know I mean, it's, people it's, just gotta let the Bradley Beal thing go, bro. That it's and I guarantee you, I guarantee you, in a that, year, that's just his. It's just his choice. I guarantee you, you could keep keep putting him in Lakers jersey on photo yeah, and yeah. on Photoshop. But keep he, dreaming. He He's gonna keep signing with 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 the Washington Wizards. That, it's okay. And that's it's okay that's to do the whole that. point of of having the 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 bird rights, where you could sign your, more money with with the team that you already are tenured onto, because the. The small markets need some sort of advantage. The guys that draft these teams, because if not, if, if the Lakers could just offer more money, I mean, the Lakers kind of finesse the league anyway. They, they make every poor decision they possibly can and always end up on top just because of where they play. But these small market teams need a chance. They need to be able to sign these players uh, for more money, which they do. And then a year or two later, the, the players are like, you know what? I don't really like it here. I kind of want to win. Well, then don't sign that contract, you, you buffoon. I Bradley Beal. I mean, like again, I don't mean to really hammer on Bradley Beal here, but I guarantee you, in a, a year into his contract, he's going to be asking out. I, I don't know if it's tradable though. That's the that's the issue. That's the uh, that's the biggest issue is you you have a guy with two hundred million remaining on his contract who's like, you know, the guy made one All Star team in the last three years. He's not like he's this bona fide superstar. He couldn't have helped himself out a little bit. Like, still get your money, but make it tradable. Like Listen, Julius Randle, you could trade that contract. You either win or make money. Sometimes, and I I don't blame them. I would want to make more money. You know, it's I'm getting to play basketball for a living, making fifty million dollars a year doing so. Winning's cool, but and I want to win, but I also like the money. So. All right, as we wind down here, um, more in town news. Uh, the Jazz. This is before the new report came out. The Jazz were showing a willingness to listen to trade offers involving Donovan Mitchell. They're now taking um, the. <laughs> they're now taking calls, um, and the Knicks were the first one in line. Um, how do you feel? About the Knicks' chances here, they um, really have slim to none on my end. But I don't know what you think. I think why did no other teams come forward first yeah, before the Knicks did? Well, I, I'm I'm going to be like I just don't think the Knicks really have too good of a trade package. Even with like they could push all their chips out there, and I still think there's other teams that have much. Even with ones. Barrett, like a Barrett Randall and, and a bunch of picks. I don't think they even want Randall. I think uh, I think they're going to go young. I think if it happens, I think it's going to be they're going to ask for Barrett Grimes. And a bunch of picks. Like, well, do you think like OB and quickly as well involved in that? I, I maybe not Grimes. Maybe they want. They probably want. Um, they probably they definitely want Bear. They're not gonna. There's no way they can structure that, this. That's where Bear. I'll leave it there. Like you know, as an as a Knicks organization, you got to stop there. Who are you building around then? You don't that's really, who you built around. You bro, you got him in the draft, RJ Barrett. Who, no, you build around Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is a much better player than RJ Barrett. And he's he's gonna pan out to be a much better player than Donovan Mitchell. I think uh, that than, than they've had so many woes in the draft that 
you need you finally found a There's gem a, well, who's very young still. A gem. I I RJ Barrett's fine, but he's not a gem. I wouldn't call him fine. He did a, had a very very good year this he had, past he year. Had a, he had a good year. He didn't have a very good year. But when did, when do things go back to being homegrown? A lot of teams are homegrown. And then Who, boom, you Le, live in LeBron the, sees it a mile dude, away, and he's like, "I'm nah, coming nah, over nah, to you." No, no, you live. <laughs> you, you have a team in New York. Nothing is homegrown. Look, follow what the Lakers are doing. They're buying championships, and it works. Now they are. But how did that start? Kuzma, Lonzo. Brandon Ingram. That's exactly. how it started. And then you trade them all away to get a superstar. That's right. Donovan Mitchell They're not, not doing that right now. You have Jalen Brunson. But also, the, the Knicks don't have the, the player pool that the uh, Lakers had back then. You know, they had Ball, Ingram, and Hart, and they traded all them plus picks. You know, the, the Knicks can't do that. They just have Barrett. You know, quickly and, and topping are fun players, but they're not they're not moving the needle like that. It's it, You're in New York. Use your location and your money for your favor. Stop trying the, the whole cute homegrown thing. You're not you're not doing homegrown. You're, you're drafting Kevin Knox and Kevin Ilikina. Homegrown does not work anymore with the Knicks. It doesn't. Stop but tra- those were mistakes. You see a lot of oh, they uh, pass on everybody that clearly, they're not supposed to pass clearly on. They drafted Kevin Knox. And if they make one little adjustment, then you could trade these away. They're not in that spot right now. Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson will get you. Uh, maybe they'll get you in the playoffs. They'll get me nothing. They'll get you in the playoffs. They'll get me nothing. And leave that's me a start. With, leave me with nothing. I'll sit around a little longer. I've already waited long enough as a Nick fan. I can wait a little longer. No, I don't think you can. You're gonna I die can. before you see him in the playoffs. I can. Right? I don't even see our general manager speaking to anybody. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, couple more things here, and it's very, very quick. The NBA board of directors is expected to approve the play-in tournament as a standard feature. You like the play-in, right? I like. I love the play. I love the play. I want to keep it. I would Those keep it too. Are fun. The ratings are through the roof. Yeah. Well, the one year you had the the Lakers and Lakers the, and the Golden State. That was fantastic. And then after that, even the ne- next game, the, the Grizzlies and Golden State was that was so fun. And wasn't uh, was Minnesota this past year in yeah. the plan? That, that was, was awesome too. That was That's great. when they went crazy over getting one win. Exactly. But that, that game was great. It's fun. It's fun. I like high stakes. Winner take all basketball. I love that. So that's something you'll 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 want to keep as a fan. But the NBA also has approved the transition take foul rule for the 2022-23 season. The rule will give offensive teams a single free throw on a possession when they take a foul. This is within like the last minute. Yeah. Do you agree with that? I, I think it's fantastic. Because the take, the, take fouls, the take foul is one of the worst things in basketball because it completely stops play. stops all momentum. Fast that breaks. and then the game just extends another hour yeah, with under a minute left. The last thing you need is, is more foul calls and more game more dead balls. And it, it's it basically it, it's like a cheat code because you're stopping like a 50-50 chance of a bucket, even sometimes more than that because they, they, they just completely stop running on, on defense to, to stop the transition play and, and just hit them before they I like they the rule, too, because if you're up two, Make it a three, you give it a chance to tie, maybe yeah. go into OT, but I'd rather not extend the, take the, the, the one minute. The issue I have is I think there's going to be a lot of subjectivity with the take fouls. They're going to be like, well, I didn't, you know. It oh, they're going to hate it when it starts. They're going to hate it. The players, they're not going to, they're, they're going to, they're, they're they're the, them and the coaches are going to try to argue that it wasn't a take foul, it was a legitimate foul. Like he yeah. accidentally, like it yep. was, it, so that's why it's kind of tough because there's a lot of subjectivity into it. But F it, I don't care. It's going to be bumpy at first. Everything's bumpy at first, but. They're going to get used to it, and I think it's going to be better for the game. And so. finally, John Moran got ball sacked. That is going to wrap it up here for guys behind the glass. You heard of that, right? Yeah, Obviously. ball sacked. Yeah, yeah, he got I ball just, sacked. I didn't like the is. verbiage. It's yeah. not true. It, it, well, yeah. that's what it was. Uh, yeah, he got know. sacked. He got sacked on Twitter. You, you got, just look it up if you want. I've never gotten sacked on Twitter. Yeah. I hope I never do. Phil Dixon, it's been great. Thank you for coming on. Guys Eric, behind the glass. Justin's Salad, back next week. Let's do it again. Hey, where's my little music?